You're listening to Campus Review Radio. So can you begin by giving us the key points of your research? So James, we wanted to explore how how far we were progressing towards meeting international um, targets for biodiversity conservation. One of those targets relates to the accumulation of knowledge about biodiversity. And we wanted to see if there were biases in where that knowledge was being accumulated. And where were the biases? Did you, what did you find out? So we discovered that um, research is occurring predominantly in the most developed countries around the world, the US, the UK. If we compare that to where we need to have new knowledge, say in Indonesia or Ecuador, research isn't being conducted there at present. That's, that, that's the main point from the research. And then we delve down into more specific questions about that research. You mentioned that the research is happening in more developed countries. Why is this the case? Is, is it a case of um, researcher bias or is there other forces in play? In our analysis, we, um, we look for relationships between the investment that a country makes in research as proportion of its GDP. And we see um, relationships there with where research is being conducted. So fundamentally, it relates back to how much countries are investing in research. That makes sense. But there's stopping research from being undertaken in in these other countries. And there's also publishing practices that need to be overcome. So for example, if a researcher in Australia conducts research in Indonesia, it would be a better practice to attribute some credit to those researchers in, in Indonesia and the institutions that get involved in that research. So it's, it's, it's a mix of funding in rec- um, related to research, but it's also related to how um, researchers undertake their, um, their publishing practice. You touched on Indonesia. In Indonesia, there's quite a bit of palm oil production, which is leading to a lot of deforestation. Could the interest behind this sort of be impeding the conservation research in this area for the sake of their own monetary gain, I guess? We, we didn't explore that, so I don't have evidence to support that. Um, but Indone- I know that Indonesia, like Australia, um, is suffering from major cuts in research funding and cuts in both applied um, and pure research as well. So I, I think a lot depends on um, government priorities and where, the, where they're placed um, and, and Indonesia is, is suffering like Australia is. Why did your research also focus on Ecuador? Ecuador uh, is one of our, it, we use two different metrics of, um, of research priority that relate to the priority for investment in those countries to conserve mammals generally, but also a more general measure of biodiversity. And Ecuador came out as one of those priority countries. So there was no particular focus on any particular country for any particular reason, except for the fact that these are highly biodiverse countries um, that ne- that need investment in biodiversity conservation. Your study shows um, Brazil is research is actually quite a big research centre. Why is this the case, and is this a positive? Yeah, certainly it's a positive. And Brazil has um, faced in the past severe um, threats from deforestation, uh, as you know, most people are aware. Um, they've been able to turn around that trend in recent years, and they've also in- invested heavily in research and, and in their researchers. So um, I think there's, a, there's an example of where the investment and the priority is aligning. I think you may have touched on this before, but is there a link between the strength of the uni and public research sector and the amount of conservation research going on? Yes, there is. So there's a link between the amount that a country invests in research and the, out, the, the research output. I mean, that makes sense. Um, 
whether or not um, there's a link between the number of universities involved in a re- um, in the quality of research. Is that is that your question? Is that that's part of it? Yes. So my my personal perspective on that, um, and it's not supported by any evidence, but in my own publishing practices, I know that my the the quality of my research is improved by involving a range of disciplines, a range of people from various backgrounds. You know, with diversity comes great ideas, and I try and encourage that in my own publishing practices. So from an individual perspective, I, I definitely agree.